Hello, yes people, we are for the third season in your ears, on your phones, on your computers and in your lives, the Yes Girls. Whoop whoop. I'm Yes Girl Claire. And I'm Yes Girl Akumu. And we are the, the yes, yes Girls. No Yes Girl takes precedence in this season. We are back and both saying yes to the same doing, being and learning challenges we did in season one. And this time we have a guest expert to guide us. Boo! Okay, it's clear. Thank you. Like an actual expert. We'll have an actual es- expert and not just one of us pretending to be an expert like we did in season two. <laughs> so we, the Yes Girls, are two Nairobi-based wanderlusters. One of them now heckling me. And we are making it our mission to say yes to doing, being, and learning something different every two weeks. And we document our journeys. So this podcast is a strange an interesting result of us saying yes to sometimes challenging, sometimes fun, sometimes entertaining, and sometimes downright outrageous experiences. <laughs> <laughs> and we have an addition to keep us on our toes, as you might say. You know how we learned in math class that two negatives make a positive and two positives make a negative? Well, that's all wrong, because apparently after two seasons of two yes girls saying yes... We created a negative, and that negative is a she, and she has been waiting in the wings for her moment of glory. And guess what? This is is it. Get off the stage! What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't mind her. Uh, so our no girl is Freya. I'll keep the second name uh, uh, waiting for now. And she's here to challenge us... Um, even more than the challenges challenge us. She comes in to be that voice of reason for our yesness. But more from her in a bit. Let's keep up our happy, clappy, positive space intact for a few more precious seconds. You suck. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> why do you keep heckling me? And why are you not why are we not sitting on our chairs for this one? Well, metaphorically, we're not sitting. Clearly. Well, I'm getting us into character, duh. Because for this episode, we said yes to doing stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah. I That's almost why forgot. I've been laughing at you. No wonder. You. Okay, so Gosh. let's get on with the episode. Thank you for the reminder. Before we get into the episode, just one quick thing. Before the heckling starts again, Boo. please save me, save me. So this is season three. And so far, we've gotten some amazing feedback from all of you about Pres- uh, about previous episodes, uh, both in season one and two. I'll just read mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, it's from Nyambura on Instagram, who said, the coding episode is my favorite. I graduated with a bachelor's degree in IT, but practicing in this field didn't appeal to me until recently. I'm gradually warming up to the self-taught courses on Coursera, YouTube, and other platforms. Perhaps you can explore this topic a little more. Uh, marginalized girls in tech or related topics. Well, overall, it's a fun podcast. Wow. Thank you, Nyambura. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We super califragilistically <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs> you can always send us a voice message directly on our podcast page on Anchor. So that's at anchor.fm slash yesgirlpodcast. <laughs> oh, it's me fluffing my lines this time, wow. not a cool move for once. On Anchor. <laughs> So that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash Yes Girls Podcast or on Instagram. Uh, you can drop us a comment or a DM on our page. We're at Yes Girls Podcast. You forgot to say slide into a DM. You, yeah, I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm easing back into things. Season three, take things slowly. We're just getting to know each other again. No sliding in yet. 
We've also had a lot of requests for Yes Girls merchandise. So if you're interested in a hoodie or a T-shirt, drop us a message. And if we get enough demand, we will listen to you all like you listen to us. Now back to this episode. So now that I'm done heckling and booing and sometimes chuckling at a kumu, we can explain how this season is going to work. Yay! So we're still doing being and learning, and we will have an expert to guide and rate us each episode. And boy, do we have some amazing experts. Yes, the best. We will both say yes, but might take slightly different approaches to how we take the challenge up, uh, just to make it more meaningful to each of us. And we also have, as we already mentioned, the no girl Freya. So Freya is a marvelous person in real life. She's an entrepreneur, a world traveler, possibly the best home cook and baker that either of us know. And most importantly, she's been a part of the Yes Girls universe since before we even started, um, because she's the founder of the book club where Kumu and I met and gave birth to. We birthed <laughs> the Yes Girls podcast. It came out into the world kicking and screaming on the floor of that book club. Yeah, it's a two-year gestation period. Anyway, however, for the purposes of season three, she will be the grounding realist and sometimes even pessimistic mm -hmm. hold up to our let's go we thought that maybe we were being too easy on ourselves in the previous seasons so freya or the no girl as she will now be referred to will interject throughout the season to bring us down a peg or two hello this is the no girl speaking so i told my dad that i was going to be the no girl on the yes girls podcast and of course, he wanted to know what that entails. So when I explained it to him, he thought about it. And then he said, sounds like this job was made for you. I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. We also have a studio guest this episode. Our guest expert for today in this episode, where we say yes to doing stand-up comedy is possibly the best and only person we could have wished for for this episode. Brian Onjoro is the founder of the Nairobi Comedy Club, and he's a pioneer in the Nairobi stand-up scene, having mentored and given the limelight to hundreds of comedians over the years. Did you know that almost any night of the week, there's a comedy show or open mic happening somewhere in Nairobi? And the chances are that Brian will be involved in some way. Brian! Hi. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? We are very You're good. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, I am the resident expert for today. It feels nice being called expert. <laughs> Has it happened to you before? Yeah, 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 yeah. A few times, but yeah, the few times it was, you know, uh, every time I had people call me an expert, it always led to money. So, you know, fingers crossed. So, uh, <laughs> money to us or money to uh, which, which direction? Uh, <laughs> Both. <laughs> Mostly to me, but yeah, you know, we uh, I'm open to... <laughs> Yeah, the option. So, yeah, you thank know, you Monopoly guys. money is also money. Yeah, so yeah, we got lots of that. Yeah, so I've had, yeah. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for being our yeah. first studio guest for this season, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell us some of the advice you mm. give to us before mm -hmm. the start of this challenge? Mm -hmm. um, the kind of advice that you might give maybe an inspiring newbie comedian. Uh, um, stand up is like boxing. Wow. You know, uh, you might have all your combinations and all that, but everything changes after you get punched. <laughs> <laughs> 
is that the punchline? <laughs> I, didn't Literally. Even, I didn't even <laughs> thought that far, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a nice setup for that kind of punchline. So yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what are the key things that you uh, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you so, told us? Yeah, some tips or tricks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I talk about the clips of you guys actually performing stand-up? I think I should start from there. Not yet. Mm, not uh, yet. Uh, not yet. Uh, Later on. Pretend you, pretend you don't. <laughs> pretend we're back before we started the challenge. Uh, what did you tell us? Uh, uh, even if we didn't listen. Uh, um, so the thing is, the, the first um, um, thing you have to know about stand-up is you have to maintain the attention of the audience. Mm-hmm. You have to keep them there. So that's why it, it, if it's traditionally you have the setup of uh, premise mm-hmm. and then build up mm-hmm. and then punchline. That's why it's always been like that traditionally because once you introduce the premise, you get the audience's attention. Oh, he's talking about condoms. Hmm. What is he saying? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the build-up, maybe an experience that happened to you or like an observation of a certain type of condom brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the punchline, you know, and then people react to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can play around with that structure depending on uh, the dynamic that you see uh, the audience happening, uh, what's, what's really happening. Mm-hmm. But basically you need to have that kind of structure in mind when you're doing stand-up to keep the audience's attention. That's the most important step. Mm-hmm. Two, you have to realize that the audience is judging you. Not yeah. in a bad yeah. way necessarily. Because <laughs> once you get on stage, uh, someone will be like, oh, this guy is dreadlocked. Hmm. I wonder if he's, you know, already he's forming opinions. Oh, this guy is tall and skinny. He's forming opinions. Mm. So sometimes it's always a good trick to use your appearance to talk about something and, you know, bring the audience in. You can, you know, you can, uh, I have a Sudanese friend who's a comedian. He uses that a lot. He's like, oh, <laughs> as you can see, I am Sudanese. I am the lightest person in my family. <laughs> and I'm also the shortest. And the guy is like tall, <laughs> you know, so once you day he breaks the fourth wall between him and the audience, mm. so the audience comes in, he's like, tell us more, you light-skinned Sudanese guy. <laughs> We're here for all of it. Okay, tell us more. So you have to break that fast, fast fourth wall, mm. the barrier, the wall between you and the audience. Mm-hmm. After you've done that now, you can now get into your material and now just push it and push it and push it. Mm-hmm. I, I advise people always when you're beginning, just do five minutes set. Uh, you should never do longer than five minutes because <laughs> when you're starting out, <laughs> yeah, when you're starting out, doing longer than five minutes is not advisable because you will get lost in the in the middle mm. and just sort of like you know paddle and paddle and paddle and struggle before you actually get to the end. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we actually um, I don't know if this is a worldwide thing, but we we had a we had a like a Kenyan Nairobi word for bombing, uh, <laughs> and ours was kupanda mlima, like climbing mountains. <laughs> Because that's what it feels like when you're bombing yeah. and you're doing a longer set than you're supposed to or like or then your material can accommodate mm. you like climbing that mountain you're not seeing any end. So. <laughs> that sounds like a Kumu's nightmare. <laughs> yes, I love does. climbing mountains but Kumu refuses. That, that is a metaphor. <laughs> Even in reality it's still bad. Ah, it's a metaphor yeah. still bad. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think basically that's the basics okay. that I would, yeah. I know you, I think one thing that also marked me about what you told us was mm which we hadn't thought of and just mm. really broke it down yeah. so simply was it's about making strangers laugh. Yeah. And that uh, freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause you know, your friends, they understand you. They know where your humor comes from. So you don't really need to have material to make mm. your friends laugh. Yeah. But mm. strangers, they don't care, man. They don't know you. <laughs> yeah. You no expectation. You had some random open mic in the CBD. Uh, maybe even some people didn't even know there was going to be comedy. They're like, who's that guy? The microphone. So they're like, you know, you have three seconds 
to, to actually prove yeah. to this person that you're worth standing there with a the microphone. So it's very harsh. So if you can make a room uh, full of um, uh, strangers laugh, it doesn't necessarily mean you're a funny, funny person. It means you have good material for stand-up comedy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So flashback to a few weeks ago, Brian gave us these same words of wisdom. Uh, and we were feeling very trepidatious, to use Akumo's <laughs> favorite word. Yes. And so we went off for two weeks to somehow become funny, or at least try. So the aim was to spend one week researching and benchmarking. That's just a fancy word for watching lots of comedy. And then one week scripting our own five-minute stand-up five comedy minutes skit. Five-minute To be performed in front of a select group of friends and acquaintances. The challenge... To make them laugh, of course, but with us and not at us, ideally. So ideally, we also got some chilling words of wisdom from our no-girl before starting our comedic journeys, pun intended. Check it out. I would imagine that for most normal people, doing stand-up comedy is just about their worst nightmare. And while my friends, the S-girls, are extremely talented people, I've not quite known them to be comedians. There's something so humiliating about being on stage for the sole purpose of making people laugh and not succeeding. So I think this might quite possibly be the scariest challenge they've taken on. She really is perfect for this, Akumu. <laughs> she is. Now, why don't you kick us off for this new season and tell us how this challenge went for you? All right, you better sit down because I'm the only one standing up here. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> So, well, I simply started by doing what anyone else faced with a gigantic task would do. I studied the grades, my grades, actually, because what I like is very specific. Mm -hmm. I also kept Brian's advice in mind for the uh, from the filler call we did with him before we got started um, with a challenge. Um, so what I wanted to borrow from those grades, which are my grades, was how to structure my own sketch. I remember I asked Brian about this as well. And, you know, I'm a writer, so I'm, I was very particular, I was very uh, focused on the structuring and, and how I just, you know, mach, uh, machinate, is that a word? No. Machinate the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I was, I was very particular about structuring my sketch and I'll keep using this sketch one because I also do pencil sketches. So mm. this challenge made me some other kind of sketch artist. Mm. Anyway, I decided to study three comedians, just three. The first one is Kevin Hart. Okay, I know most people say he's not really funny, but I love his style and the fact that he actually makes me laugh out loud. Not in his movies, in his stand-ups. And I wanted to study how he ties all his little anecdotes together in a simple idea. The other person I watched a lot was Eddie Griffin, because duh, he's super hilarious. And he's a master at unexpected punchlines. He's also super smart and it shows. And last but not least, I studied Cat Williams because he's my favorite. And I love that he goes slapstick with his performances. Uh, he kind of uses his entire body, you know, making faces, sliding, falling on the ground, you know, a bit like Kevin Hart. So I will admit at times my research wasn't exactly research. <laughs> just so you know, it was just comedy and chill. <laughs> so here's a clip after a planned one hour of Eddie Griffin research. Research. Yeah. The session, research session, in quotes, turned into something else. Okay, so I, so today I figured I would watch a bit of Eddie Griffin. I have done Kevin Hart already. And yeah, it was meant to be a research watch, like uh, learning how he 
kind of, you know, formats a story and all. And it turned out to be more entertainment than research because this guy is so funny. I think I've never listened to him for more than an hour, and today it was three hours. So it was three hours of research that uh, didn't turn out to be research, but more like laughing and entertainment. So that was fun. But yeah, I learned a few things, but it was more laughing than learning. So from all that studying, probably the most exciting learning session any Yes Girl <laughs> Challenge will have, like just take my word for it. I knew exactly how I wanted my sketch to be. And it's funny how I'm laying out the tips as if our Yes people are going to take notes and actually create a stand up. Anyway, and, and as if you're the expert. Apparently. Yeah, I'm kind no, of an, an expert <laughs> in the room. I know. But yeah, I'm just laying out my process. <laughs> so one, I wanted to speak out people's thoughts. I figured that that's kind of, it, it adds a comedic effect. So for example, you know, just say, and I thought, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Or, and then she was like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, two, I wanted to do voice intonations because why the hell not? I do it a lot when I'm talking about my mom. <laughs> three, I wanted to incorporate actions and gestures because everyone who knows me knows that it's part of my nature and my DNA to do it even in normal conversation. So I wanted to include that. Uh, four, I wanted to have an intro, kind of like the structure you've talked about. Um, Brian has just said, you know, there's a there's an intro. I didn't really learn about the, the theory of it all, mm-hmm. but I studied that from Kevin Hart, that he starts with an intro and then he, he adds in a matter of fact kind of conclusion and then he backs it up with now the stories. So I really wanted to follow that exact uh, structure. The other thing, I wanted to use accents, if possible, because why the hell not? <laughs> and then I wanted to use repetition as a very particular stylistic device because it's something that I have used in my writing, borrowing from Shonda Rhimes. I mean, Shonda Rhimes shows do it yeah. a lot, you know, when they do the monologues and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I think uh, Kevin Hart also does it a lot. Like there's this trope that he just keeps repeating over and over again. And last but not least, I wanted to create indirect conclusions the way Eddie Griffin does it. What does that mean? To be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> I wrote that in my notes and I can't remember the context of it all. So, yeah, just Very go with it. Notes. Just Thank go with you. it. <laughs> so now that I had the structure and the stylistic devices set, um, there was no writing yet, no sketch yet. And then I went for my first ever massage and everything came to me. So um, it's... Wait, it's a few days after my birthday, yes. And uh, my very good friend, uh, Claudine, decided to treat me to a massage, which I've never done before. Like, I was breaking my massage virginity. And the funny thing is, I got so many ideas. So I hadn't written my, you know, my comedy sketch yet. But on that bed, is it called a bed? massage bed (laughs) when she was massaging me you know especially when she was not you know touching the sensitive muscles that you know I had to twitch here and there um it was just a whole lot of ideas in my head coming and so I pretty much wrote the sketch in my head during that one and a half hours massage was it one hour I can't remember but it was more than an hour yeah so I got my sketch while massaging and it's something I need to keep doing so yeah it was awesome (laughs) So from there, I can say uh, the rest pretty much is history. All I can give as a hint is I had all my little anecdotes all set, sprinkled with self-deprecating humor because the Yes Girls are perfect at this. We are experts <laughs> at this. And then there was also some dark humor, a bit of sexual innuendo. A lot. Uh, <laughs> not much, actually. That's my next phrase. Mm. And then I took a hard dip into some religious issues. Oopsie. 
So you should know that going into this challenge, um, I knew I had a reputation in a genetic pride, some kind of genetic pride to, uplo- to uphold. So my mom has called me a clown and a comedian multiple times. Not sure why exactly. Um, not sure it was a compliment <laughs> as well. And I've had multiple people in my family who were definitely comedians in their past lives. So how was my sketch? Well, it started like this, or rather, it was tied together with this simple, single idea. We all lie. I left that silent pose there just intentionally for effect. (laughs) P.S. You can call me Cliff because that's a hanger right there. (laughs) The end. It's the sound of me (laughs) slapping my head. Psych, I'll give you a little something from the actual stand-up. Here it goes. So I used to dance and I used to have flings and then I graduated to become a ruminant animal. Okay. Uh-huh. The wow. kind that swallows uh-huh. brings the shit uh-huh. back up. <laughs> so I repeat <laughs> and more thorough <laughs> Some of those fans are intended, some of them are not. <laughs> Remember I said swallow. Huh? Yeah. Hey! Okay. Okay. I inherited from my father what I can only call dad humor. It's not always sophisticated, but it usually raises a giggle or a groan. And my fallback in most social or even professional situations, to be honest, is usually humor. I once heard or read somewhere that A bad joke is the best way to create social unity because we all unite around agreeing how bad a joke is. If someone thinks it's good, someone else thinks it's bad, then there's conflict. Everyone knows it's bad. So I kind of live by this motto of bad jokes. And that's how I went into this challenge. Uh, I do enjoy a good stand-up comedian, but I'm also acutely aware of how awkward it can be when nobody laughs or when you're watching a comedian who's just trying just that bit too hard And I was sort of paranoid from the beginning of being that comedian, right, Mm -hmm. who just makes everyone feel a bit awkward. (laughs) So I decided to really follow Brian's advice to the letter and stick to the obvious stuff, right, what people will see when I walk on stage or what I, you know, my very obvious lived experiences. I also thought I could just bypass the research stage and just whack out a comedy show in one day. Check this out. And so a new challenge begins. In light of Brian's advice of kind of always being on the lookout, kind of being, having the reflex to note down funny things, I took a long motorbike ride and came up with like some, 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 some kind of seeds of jokes that I could put into my stand-up, just about who I am. That was his advice, right? Like, think about who you are, what people will see when you walk on stage. And I came up with some pretty good jokes. So I thought... And I was like, I need to write them down as soon as I get to my destination. And then as soon as I got to my destination, you guessed it, I'd forgotten everything. But hey, it's only day one. So let's see if they come back to me. Or because I'm clearly going to improve, watch more comedy, watch more stand-ups, talk to people about this. I'm sure I'll get even better ideas, right? Let's, Let's be hopeful. Let's be optimistic. That's what the Yes Girls is about, after all. Another spoiler alert here, guys. I didn't get much better. 
So I went back to what should have been step one and I listened to a lot of comedy specials and extracts on Netflix and YouTube. But I focused, contrary to Akumu, I actually focused almost entirely on female comedians. Interesting. To me, that was important not only because I am a woman, so that made sense, but also because the experience and reception of female comics is often very different to men. Mm. Right. I mean, in my opinion, and it's a it's a heavily male dominated world. Mm -hmm. So on my lunch break, I'd watch comedy in the evening instead of my normal rubbishy TV shows. I'd watch comedy. You name it. Even when I was exercising, stretching. Right. <laughs> I'd be getting sweaty watching female comedians. Maybe some men do that, too. You name it. For a week, I binge watched comedy and tried to absorb the different styles I saw and identify which ones kind of resonated with me most. Um, I thought the slightly awkward, not too confident ones were more my style when it comes to comedy. Um, so on week two, I gave myself time one evening, just a short like slot of time, to just bang out the whole sketch. I whacked it all out. Uh, I'd already noted down the ideas. And so it was mostly just about building them out and, and linking them, as you mentioned, Akumu. So I focused on what I look like, typical white person living in Kenya jokes, a bit of, you know, some sex jokes for good measure, but mostly it was pretty lighthearted. So here's a small snippet from that. Uh, one of my weaknesses, though, is that whenever I'm telling a joke or a story, I never quite know how to deliver a good punchline. That was probably the biggest laugh I got during our live show. I'm proud of how I did in the end. I got some laughs. I stood up <laughs> to the challenge. <laughs> Literally. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I got um, it. <laughs> but I learned some very important lessons here. Number one, I'm not that funny. Not in a stand-up setting anyway. I'm kind of funny for like a professional work meeting setting or for a social scene setting. I'm not that bad at storytelling, but my style and my presentation just isn't made for stand-up. And I guess that's okay, but I'm so glad that I tried it. And one thing I do want to do is go to more comedy shows in Nairobi specifically. I mm -hmm. saw Brian perform at a stand-up show in Nairobi a good few years ago and I loved it. It's the perfect way to unwind and appreciate real talent, not mine. Uh, so that's my biggest takeaway <laughs> from this and, and not a bad one at that. And also I, I, I did gather some pointers of how I could improve. You know, I, I kind of didn't go far enough into the joke, right? I just left it there. Like I, people said, well, you could have gone more into it, given more detail, really built on that, leaned into it, which, which I didn't because it was very scripted, I guess. And as you said, Brian, experienced, seasoned comedians. <laughs> yeah, They exactly. go with material, but you also work off the audience, yeah. which I, I definitely could have done more. Yeah, And they have, you know, the many audiences that you see how they react to the same thing and you yeah. figure out what works. Yeah. 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 Now, Brian, it's your turn to make us not laugh by getting super real with us. How yeah. did we do? What do you think we did? Uh, you watched our stand-ups. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hit us. <coughs> yeah. For you, 
I think you should have made your thing Wait, shorter. Wait, here is who? People Afu listening Akumu. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Akumu. For those who can't uh, see. <laughs> me, I, I'm not used to the podcast setup. I'm used to a setup where everybody can see. Like, I'm talking That's about true. the bald man over there. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, for Akumu, uh-huh. I think it should have been shorter. You uh-huh. started well because uh-huh. you started with generalities. Okay. And then when you got into it, especially the religion part, uh, usually <laughs> when you do that kind of material, uh, it's when after the audience has gotten used to you. Mm. And your point of view. Yeah. But when you were at your first open mic and you just go straight for the jugular and you're like, you I don't understand why Christians believe in this Jesus guy. Uh, people, <laughs> people, will, people will be, you know, people might nail you. <laughs> and mine was even worse than that. Yeah, you know, I remember, I remember. So it's like, yeah, it's actually you, you're safe because um, you, that's why you, you know, the audience was not hostile. Because mm. when you. So half, when I knew half of them. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, but they weren't yeah. hostile. They weren't yeah. drunk. Because yeah, because I have I have dealt with hostile audiences, and at the beginning of my uh, let me say career, mm-hmm. I used to do that. I'd go with a very controversial take on oh something, God. and you'd be like, you know, I talk about political parties and what I think about a certain political candidate. And I remember this one time, some guy actually came on stage to fight me. You know, so it's doing <laughs> doing that. Like I'm still talking. He's coming. Oh, yeah. He's like God. you know. You know, so people feel strongly about some things Definitely. and it's not uh, advisable for that. Um, the other thing, your set would work well for a theater audience more than a bar. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, because theater. Th- is it the would, content or the yeah, theatrics? It's the content and the way you structured it. It's uh-huh. like more like uh, the theater audience is more like they notice things like double entendres and mm. all that. You know, bar people are just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, just drunk. Want, I just want to get laid. That's why I came for this comedy show. I thought I'll get some chicks over here. What <laughs> so is this? Uh, yeah, so for a theater audience, you, you told have worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a show that uh, the fellow comics I work with do called The Comedy Debate. Now mm-hmm. you would be perfect there. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, should I grade? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> out of 10? Uh, out of 10. Uh, out of 10. For you, I'd give you a strong 6.5. That <laughs> is not strong. <laughs> hey, for a beginner. But that's 6.5 comparing us, comparing her to like Dave Chappelle. Uh-uh, no, no, no. no that, that's just... Uh, just it. uh, no, it's, it's, it's because uh, I'm coming from a 10, from yeah. the actual You know, don't event. ever compare yourself with people like that. <laughs> mm. You just have people who've done comedy since they were 14. So, you know, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and now... For they, first, yeah. it works. Yeah, if it works. I'd say you're 50 open mics away from being a comedian. Damn. Ooh. Damn. Yeah. That's good. One, that can be a year. Yeah, 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 for sure. Easily, or a yeah. couple of months, Less depending on how strong you are. You know, we, there's open mics every day. So, you know, if you feel like you could go on stage every day. I can and, try. Yeah, yeah. But she's got it in her. Yeah, you've like, got it in you. Like, got um, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You, 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 you're more of a, for the vibe by God, you're more of a writer than a performer. Yes, I am a writer. Yeah. So for you, you don't even need to do the, the body thing. There's comics who are successful without having to do expressions. Like, mm. you know, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart hacked it. Yes. <laughs> Kevin had uh, figured out something that I took seven years to figure. <laughs> it's all about the energy and the vibes. Yeah. That's when you distill it into like the, I think even Dave Chappelle doesn't do it. Uh that's 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 my grading for Thank Akumu. you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm uh, cowering behind my microphone. <laughs> Oh, we don't have time for my part. Okay, let's uh, carry on. Yeah, not so fast. Come on, bring it. Oh, I should do you also. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, 
So for you, I, you kept it short. That's actually very uh, advisable. Mm-hmm. You focused on generalities and the things that people can observe about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, being white helped you. Because <laughs> <laughs> now it was, you know, being white in, an, in a predominantly black country uh, gives you mm-hmm. material. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Muzungus who have done <laughs> uh, performances at our shows even, I usually use that. You know, mm-hmm. they usually, it's very easy for you to, mm-hmm. to get the audience there. So I think you'd actually do, with the set, you would have done well at one of the open uh, com- open mics that we have, the Wednesday one, mm-hmm. that has a chill audience. Okay. Uh, the, others, the others are rough. Uh, the others are rough. Uh, that has a chill audience and they listen. You would have gotten a few laughs and maybe a clap. So yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> so I, uh, out of ten, I'd give you a six point eight. <laughs> what? I'm not better than a cool because you followed the notes. Yeah, because oh, you followed the okay, notes. Okay, yeah, I just, I, I, I also, followed. From my letter. experience with like open mics, I think you would have stood a better chance. Um, has at the beginning was what yours was for a longer period. Mm. But she tended to go deep and, you know, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you're also 50 open mics <laughs> away from, <laughs> from being an actual comedian. Mm. Like, for real, if you do 50 open mics, you will have material. Like, you will, you you will, be, it, yeah. you will get the confidence. You'll be getting on stage. You won't think about the humiliation <laughs> and all that. So okay, that's what I would say. Well, that's a great connection to a question that we wanted to ask you yes. so now we turn away from dissecting our performances and mm-hmm. we can breathe a bit <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no no actually i think i think you guys are brave to try stand up that's that's it's part like, of being saying yes you know yeah, like yo it's it's uh, it's amazing you know yeah it was probably one of the toughest <laughs> it is okay it was fun to to practice yeah, yeah. Really, research yeah really but we were hard. lucky it was it was basically it was friends or acquaintances of both of us so yeah. there were people that neither of us in, that um sorry there were people that i knew there and people that i didn't uh, and same for a cool yeah, like my half friends half. didn't uh, necessarily know half. Yeah. but everyone in the room either knew one of us uh, or was a friend of a friend of ours uh, mm. so they weren't hostile strangers no one was going to be nasty to us yeah, yeah. um so Brian, how did you get into comedy or uh, like discover you had the talent? It's a long story. <laughs> uh, uh, let me take it way, 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 way back. I, how I discovered performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I discovered performance because I was a music student. So ah. I, was, um, I was playing piano. Uh, so you'd go and play and then there'd be feedback after you play. The audience was very polite. They'd wait for you to do your little thing and then they'd clap. <laughs> so through that, somehow, I got into rap. From so piano this, to rap? Okay. Yeah, this so one, how do you move from a polite audience and you're going to hard audiences? <laughs> yeah, so this, it, happened, it happened by accident. Uh, I, I, I was in high school. I think I was just 16. I was a baby. Mm. And I'd missed Saturday classes. And so I was just randomly just going to town. And then a friend of mine tells me, there's a rap event at British Council mm. and he was calling it WAPI. So mm. WAPI stood I for Wapi, yeah. Words and Pictures. Mm. And he was like, hey, if you go, there's a rap battle today and the guy who's winning is going to get 20,000 shillings. I was like, God damn, man. <laughs> you know, at 16, I was like, hey, man, hey, I could ball with that money. That's you know? a lot of money. For hey, so I wrote my little uh, rhymes. <laughs> I practiced like, you know, at night. I'm coming through. So I practiced and then we went. And I was blown away. 
I couldn't believe there was a community of people. So you just go, there was a cipher and then there was a battle. So the cipher, you just go and just spit and then just spit and then you'd get audience feedback. So that was my first time performing comedy per se. Because mm. the lines I do, the ones that people would react to, they tell me after the gig, dude, your lines are funny. Okay. Wow. So I transitioned from that <laughs> into emceeing events and now into just doing stand-up. Mm. And then one day I talked to this Russian guy who at the time on IMAX and he was like, yeah, you bring the jokes. And, <laughs> and then he gave me a Thursday night. He was paying me what? I think he was paying me 4,000 shillings, Kenya shillings, that is. That's, that's that, like $4,000. That's, yeah, that's like $40. Not bad, though. Yeah, yeah, at night. And yeah. at the time I was in campus, so it was like good. That's good money. Uh, yeah. Good pocket money. And then I, I picked it up from there. And then a year later, I formed Nairobi Comedy Club. And then after a year, I was shocked, like there were other comics. Because when I was starting out, I would mm. just do it alone. I'd do a set, a 20-minute mm. set, and then I'd just chill. There'd be music, music, then I'd come back on stage. Oh, that's tiring. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was very tiring. But now it gives mm. you hours and experience. So we're obviously the Yes Girls, and we often get yeah. asked, is this podcast just for girls? Mm. Which is not at all. Oh my You've God, proven yes. it. You're here. But uh, when it comes to comedy, it's often a man's world, mm, right? Yeah. There's, there's far fewer mm. well-known female comedians, and yeah. I think female exactly. comedians probably have a much yeah. harder time breaking into the scene. Yeah. So are more women getting involved now in stand-up, and how can um, we get more? How can uh, we get more women on stage? First of all, I think the world has changed also in terms of perceptions and how women are perceived. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's male-dominated because it's rough. Uh, <laughs> it's but women are tough. A lot of, yeah, yeah, women are tough. But in terms of men are willing to go through more humiliation. <laughs> There's something about, yeah. you know, the, we are more in tune with the emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. And, you, and also women are very mm. social and you're very status aware mm -hmm. than most men. Um, so, um, um, you know, men tend to, to just, um, you know, they're like, I, even if I don't get a laugh, I will still come back. And mm. that's something I'd see a lot of time. Like the male comics would start out. I know a comic who came and for the first like 20 shows, he never got a single laugh. Oh my God. But this guy would still be coming. Wow. I was like, wow. And then eventually he started <laughs> getting laughs. And right now he always gets laughs, <laughs> you know, because a lot of females strength. would come and get a bad night and then you wouldn't see her for like six months mm. you know and you'd understand but right now with the females that i've seen in the comedy scene in nairobi mm -hmm. oh man the reception is nice first of all i don't remember anyone booing a female comic okay. <laughs> like it's they will just give you silence if you're doing badly, if you're bombing, they will give you silence. It's because you Wait, know. Is that a good thing? Yeah, it's a good silent. thing. They're afraid of you. They're, they're not afraid of you. They will give you an, an easier time. You know. Huh, sounds like, like my boyfriend when I'm uh, shouting and he just give me silence. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is know. worse. Oh, that's not the same playing field. It should uh, be the same. Yeah, it's the same playing field in terms mm. of your jokes have to be funny. Uh, we we have a lot of uh, good female comics. Shiko Waidaka. We have Ruth Nambura. We have Justin Wanda. We have Shaz, or let me call her Sharon Derito. Mm -hmm. So we have you know female comics that are coming up that are, have material. They've grinded. I've seen these chicks do a lot of shows. I've seen them wow. struggle on stage. I've seen them kill it like totally, like just bring the house down completely. Mm. And I'd say, I'd actually grade them as seasoned yeah. <laughs> female comics, you know. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're doing nicely, really nice. And they're being um, appreciated for what they're doing, you know. 
Mm. Yeah, but still, the numbers are male. Mm. It's like a lot of guys, you know. Well, thank you, Brian. Yeah. Thanks for the insights. And you've already shared some tips for, yeah. for the newbie comedians. Yeah. We'll be sharing our performances online. And we'll share some links also to yeah. some of your material oh, and yeah, some yeah, of the female yeah. comedians you mentioned and yeah. to the online, to the events, right? The yeah. in-person events happening across Nairobi. So we also shared our performances or the video of our, the videos of our performances <laughs> with the no girl. Mm -hmm. She sadly couldn't make it in person, but it's wow. probably a good thing or she'd have been <laughs> knowing us from the audience. So let's see what she had to say. So, I actually think the two of you made decent stand-up comedians. And I wonder what the wider implication of this little experiment is. Does it mean that anyone that puts in a bit of prep work for a couple of weeks can be funny? Or were you able to pull it off because you were already eloquent and witty? Wow, she's really nice about our performances. Surprisingly. <laughs> but she makes a good point. Maybe we sort of pulled it off. And also bear in mind we weren't performing in front of perfect strangers. Uh, as you said, it was half and half. So half people that Claire knew, half people that I knew. So all of us were, were working with half strangers, yeah? A half group of strangers. There were about 10? Yeah, 10, 12 people. 10 people, yeah. Um, so we were working with not perfect strangers and, you know, there were people who wanted a drink and it was just, you know, a chill night. So it was not really, you know, serious. We've paid for it. Okay, they were not <laughs> drunk, yes. Not at the beginning. <laughs> either way, we can be proud of ourselves because uh, we either did, we, we still did something super difficult. Yeah. yeah. If you want to watch and listen to our stand-ups, we'll probably put them on YouTube or somewhere, or maybe never put them up ever <laughs> we'll again. We'll see how much we share. Uh, learn, or learn more about uh, getting into stand-up or just how to find uh, stand-up shows near you. Check out the show notes. And of course, our Instagram page, at Podcast to find everything you need. You can also DM us. Um, with any specific question, comment or feedback you have for us. And if you want to suggest something that you think the Yes Girls should do, be or learn for a future episode, send us your ideas. Or if you want to share your expertise, business or passion through one of our episodes, also reach out. That's at Yes Girls Podcast across all platforms. We also share behind the scenes photos and videos of our various experiences, ex including this specific stand-ups and bits and pieces of it, the best ones. So you can get to see a little of what we put ourselves through, all in the name of doing, being and learning for your entertainment. And education. A big haha -ha to, to Sompesha Productions at Snowball Studios, um, with the help of Ernest and Ryoba for producing this episode. A big belly laugh, ho, 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 to <laughs> Sam Kagura of Eternal Concepts for our epic logo design. And oh my, to the hilarious Pedro Brian who had us in stitches when he composed our theme music. Not that it was funny, it's just epic and you were <laughs> laughing. <laughs> we're on the theme. <laughs> yes. And we are cackling like birds at the no girl, Freya Odds Dottir. Did I say it properly? Not bad. Yeah. She'll probably grill us for how you pronounced it but. yeah Freya or something yes and we are in hysterics over Brian Onjoro who was this episode's guest um, expert 
Thank you for being here with us. Thank you Thank for you. calling me expert. <laughs> <laughs> expert always. You you'll forever be expert in this because this podcast is online forever so forever ah, expert. You know that, all right, right? All right. Should add that to my CV. <laughs> yeah, <you> should. <laughs> and we'd like to thank the bunch of people who came at a pretty short notice to watch us do our stand-ups. You know yourselves. We thank you so much for laughing for with and even at us. <laughs> I guess. And thank you to all of you for listening. And I bet you're all pretty funny too. Our guests, our, our yes, girls, boys, and everything in between. We truly love you. See you in two weeks for episode two of this latest season with this jazzed up format. We'll be saying yes to learning a must-have skill for anyone, no matter your age, background, or skill level, or how funny you are. And we both tackle it in very different ways, like completely different ways. But for now, that's it from us. Brian, yeah. Claire, Akumu, <laughs> and we are the, the Yes Girls. Girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>